Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Welcome you again to the youth service. I pray that the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Um, but I would like to first appreciate our Father in the Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Um, it is my prayer that as you desire our growth, that the Lord is going to move your ministry higher and higher in Jesus' name. Um, please turn your Bible with me. Within the short time that I have, I just want to bring you a short charge. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Genesis. We start from the beginning of time, the beginning of creation. Genesis chapter number 1. And verse 28. I'll be reading from verse 28. The Bible says, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. From that scripture, we see in that place, it says, in the second part of it, it says that, and have dominion. That means you and I have a dominion mandate. The reason why God created the heavens and the earth and all making us to be inside of it is because he wants us to dominate. And so as we're looking into this scripture, what can we do? How can, how can we do this? How can we dominate? We have our own part to play in the, domini- in the dominion mandate. And so I would just like to do short charge aligning our choices with the Father's will. Aligning our choices with the Father's will. Well, as I said earlier, we have established the fact that the reason why we are created is for dominion. And the dominion mandate is our only assignment that he has established unto us. So even when we are looking at, um, when we are talking about dominion, dominion mandate means that our only assignment is to establish the influence and the culture of heaven and on earth by representing the nature and the values and morality of God on earth. That means the morality of God and what the influence of God that he wants us to establish on earth. It is our own mandate. That's the mandate that has been given unto us as children of God. As youths, as adults, God has given us that mandate that we should influence the earth and not the earth influencing us because that is the mandate that he has given unto us. And so to fulfill this mandate, our choices and decisions must align with the will of the Father. Our choices and our decisions must align with the will of the Father. In your daily work with God, in your doings, in, in anything that you are doing, your, your choices and your decisions in whatever you are pressing onto must align with the will of the Father. Our, script, our anchor scripture for this youth um, Sunday is from the book of 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17. I'm just going to read from NIV. It says, we are like Jesus. He walked on the surface of the earth to fulfill the Father's will. He said, we are like Jesus. He walked on the surface of the earth to fulfill the Father's will. That means the mandate that God gave unto Jesus for coming onto the earth is to fulfill the Father's will. And if we want to be like Jesus, as we have heard in that word, we also must follow the Father's will. That means we also, if we want to be like Jesus, we must make our choices and our decisions in our daily livings must align with the choices of the Father. 
Even the book of Luke, Luke chapter 22, looking at the book of Luke chapter 22, um, Luke chapter 22 and verse 42, talking about the Father's will. He said, saying, this is Jesus talking here, he said, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me, nevertheless, not my will, but thine only. You can see here that even at death, Jesus verbalized, verbalized this will of the Father. That makes that will very, very important. The will of the Father is so very important that whatever we are doing on earth, whatever we are, whatever we are going into, whatever business we are even venturing into, the will of the Father must be the very first. And talking about this will, what do we mean by the will of the Father? Now, I'm just going to take a, def a noun def definition of will. Will is a legal declaration of a person's wishes regarding the disposal of his property or estate after his death. I will read that again. It says, will is a legal declaration of a person's wishes regarding the disposal of his property or estate. That means this earth is the estate of God that he has given unto us. And for us to do this, for us to follow the will of God, we must do the wishes of the Father. I put it to you, brethren, that today that if there is no will that God has said to us, there will be nothing for us to do on earth. God has set us this will. He has given us this will. He has given us the blueprint. And the will of God is not a mystery at all. He has set everything before the beginning of time. And everything is written in his word. Following his will, whatever you are doing in whatsoever you are doing in your life or whatsoever mandate that you are trying to follow must align with the will of God so that we can be like Jesus. We are talking about being like Jesus and aligning our choices with the will of the Father. Now, that tells me that if we operate in the kingdom, we have to be able to bring the kingdom of God on earth. As I said earlier, if you have been following me, I talk about the fact that we as children of God we must be able to influence earth. We must bring the morality and the values of heaven onto earth. That is our mandate. That is the will of God for our lives. So I ask you this question this morning. Are we doing this? Are we following the Father's will? Are we bringing the values? Are we instilling these values into our lives and into our children and even influencing our sphere of influence? That is the question I bring unto you this morning. God's servant, Miles Muro, of blessed memory, said in one of his books, he said that kingdoms become our priority. When kingdom becomes our priority, it impacts our reality. When kingdom becomes our priority, it impacts our reality. That means whatsoever you are doing, when the kingdom is your priority, it becomes your reality. In whatsoever you are placing your hands onto, in whatsoever you are dealing with, in whatsoever you are working towards, it becomes your priority. That means whatever you are doing in your arts, the only thing that is on your heart is aligning your choices with the will of the Father. If you look at the, 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 the story of Joseph, the story of Joseph, let's quickly look at the story of Joseph. In the book of Genesis, um, chapter 39, Genesis 39, I just want to establish a point there before we move on. Genesis chapter 39 and verse 9. This was when 
This was when he was being lured from verse 9. We are very familiar with, uh, with this story. In verse 9, he said, There is none greater in this house than I. Neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? This is the story about the Potiphar's wife that we are very familiar with. But one thing that struck me in that verse 9, he said that after he has said all these things, after he has said that, oh, he left everything for me, he left Potiphar left you, except you in this house. He left everything for me. I, I should take charge. What he now said in that verse 9, if you look at the second verse, he said, How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? That means he was looking up to God. He was not even looking at Potiphar at all. He was looking about the fact that, How can I do this great thing and sin against God? The kingdom became his reality. Serving the Father's will became his reality. That he even forgot about every other thing. But he was very, very conscious about sinning against God. The question I bring to you today is, are you conscious about doing the will of the Father? Are you following his will? Are you doing his will? I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And so when we are talking about choices, what do we mean by choices? Choice simply means by selecting or making a decision. Whatever you are doing, you make a choice to be here. By you being here right now, you've made you've made a choice. You've made a decision to be here. And choices, you, you make choice of the school to attend. You make choice of who to marry. You make choice of the church you attend. Even right now, you made a choice to be here. Why some of your choices might be impulsive or impetuous, some might be deliberately calculated. Those are our choices. And so, therefore, we are talking about the act of making a decision that aligns with the wishes of the Father, so that we can become as he is, so that we can be like Jesus. And so, this morning, before I close, I just want us to talk briefly about how we can do this, how can we align our choices with the will of the Father. The first thing is that we must acknowledge the Father always. We must acknowledge the Father always. Turn quickly with me to the book of um, Matthew. Matthew chapter number 6. Matthew chapter number 6. I'm going to, just going to read from verse 9. He said, After this manner, therefore, pray ye our Father which art in heaven. Our Father which art in heaven. Even when Jesus Christ was there, when he was walking on the surface of the earth, and he was trying to teach us how we can pray, the first thing that he did is to acknowledge the Father. This is honor. He said, he said in that verse 11, sorry, excuse me, that's, um, verse 9, he said, after this manner, Pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed means you greatly refer, you greatly honor. Hallowed be thy name. That means if you want your choices to align with the will of the Father, the very first thing is for you to honor the Father. It's for you to acknowledge him. Acknowledge him in all your ways. In anything that we do, you must acknowledge him. Whatsoever decision that we might want to make, however trivial it is, however minute we think it is, 
We must first acknowledge the Father. That's why he said in that place, whenever you want to pray, the very first thing you must do is for you to honor the Father. The question I ask you this morning is that, have we been honoring the Father in whatever decision we are making? Have we been doing the Father's will in whatever we are doing? I pray that the Lord is going to help us in the name of Jesus. And also, if we want our choices to align with the wish of the Father, another thing we must do is that we must be discerning of his silence. Because in God's silence, God is speaking. Sometimes we might go before God and we begin to ask him for weeks, for months, and it seems as if God is not listening or is not hearing. You must discern the fact that even in God's silence, God is speaking. God is speaking to you. And even in God's silence, at that point, he might just be pruning you. We are talking about uh, complacency in the house fellowship. And when we are talking about uh, complacency, the, the, the preacher also talked about the, the place of rest. When you are speaking unto God and receive, God is silent. Find rest. Find rest. And what do we mean by rest? Rest means a place of faith. Leaving God to do his work while you pull back. Leaving God to do his work while you pull back. Whenever you are before God and it seems as if everything is not working fine and it seems as if God is not even listening to you, the very first thing you need to do is to acknowledge God and after that, you must find rest. Find rest in Him. Find rest in Him. And that songwriter, we are very, very familiar with that song. He said, even when I don't feel it that you are working, you never stop working. Even when you don't feel it as if God is working in your life, even when you don't feel that God is doing what's what you expect him to do. Your faith should be on God. Even when you don't feel it like God is working in your life, even when you don't feel it like God is answering your, your prayers, find rest. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. And the very last point I have here is that we must pray, study, and be patient. Pray, study, and be patient. The last scripture before I leave here from the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter number 4 and verse 6. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. This is God speaking to you and I. That if we want our will, our will to align with the choices of the Father, if we want our choice to align with the will of the Father, we must not be anxious. We must be very, very patient. The very first thing is that we must allow this name. We must acknowledge the Father. You must be discerning of his silence. You must be able to be patient, to study his word, and be anxious for nothing. He said, in everything, bring forth your prayer. Bring forth your supplication before God. And make all your requests known unto God. I live with you this morning, that as we go in our ways, in our different lives, and in all our endeavors, that we must be conscious of the will of the Father. We must be conscious of what God wants us to do. We must be conscious that if we want to be as Jesus, our will our choices, our decision, you and I must be able to align with the will of the Father. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Bow your heads as we pray. Begin to tell God, our Father, Lord Jesus, I want my choices from today onward to align with your will. I want my choices from today to align, O oh God, with your will, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. All my decisions in everything that I do, in my career, in my life, in my marriage, in my family, to align with you, O God. Help me, O Lord. Help me, Father.
We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.